The following program contains foul language, terrible humour, and spoilers. Get good, bitches. Welcome to another episode of Snap, Crackle, and Pop Culture Podcast. My name is Ralph, and I'm joined by no one. Uh, Josh is on break today. Uh, basically, he has some folks over at his house. Um, but we thought it might be a good idea. Um, well, it'll be a good uh, time to basically show you guys, well, have you guys listen to uh, something that we've been working on. Um, so it's kind of like an audio drama of a D&D game that he and I have been playing um, not the one that I've been DMing, it's the one that he did. I don't know if you remember a couple of episodes back, we talked about like a Greek Odyssey type game where multiple players control one character. Basically, I wanted to run a D&D campaign um, set in like uh, the era of Greek mythology. The, the plan for this, for me, always was to kind of like treat, kind of like treat it like, I suppose like God of War esque like set pieces yeah. based on the mythological stories, but then kind of like turn it on its head yeah. and have the players experience sort of experience yeah. their own version of those legends. Yeah, hopefully, right? We get enough uh, content that um, we can try and do some sort of like uh, like audiobook <laughs> or, yeah. or, or something of this because yeah. I I feel like it's really really interesting um oh. as, as as far as uh I think uh, content goes um it's not been done before no um, no it's interesting like because basically the idea is we'll we'll narrate the nar- narrative mm. and we will use the decisions made by the party mm. like the group of people to fill in like the action yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, although I've, I've written the story, written the narrative, the actual decisions of the hero are going to be, yeah. I'm going to use. It, it's something that we'll have to refine yeah. whether we'll, uh, we'll completely do it as a, um, kind of like an old school radio show mm. or, um, still heavily hint that it's still a D and D game. Now this went on for like a good short while, but unfortunately as, you know, some D&D games go, uh, it sort of fell off. People uh, weren't able to uh, sort of put the time in uh, as well as other things. But that's okay, you know, th- these things happen. But at the end, you know, we got a pretty good prologue, uh, which is what this is. Um, we've got a couple of, like, maybe a couple of um, minutes, maybe 10 minutes of the, the whole thing for you guys to listen to. Um, basically, the premise is uh, it's like a Greek odyssey, uh, type thing where our you know our character Dracos um, uh, is being sort of like w- wakes up in a ship. So you'll you'll figure it out once uh, once we put through. Uh, Josh was was the narrator. I voiced uh, Dracos and a bunch of the other creatures. I guess uh, I put it together real quick. And uh, yeah, so I I hope you like it. Um, let us know. Uh, I guess in the um, Instagram comments or Facebook or on our email, uh, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. I think that was that's you know a big thing. Um, ultimately, Josh and I are looking to find 
the feel of sort of like the audio drama, what we're going to go for. Uh, ultimately, we don't know whether it's going to be serious or um, goofy or, you know, things like that. But, you know, as as kind of like D&D games go, you know, it, it, it falls on, on either end of the spectrum, you know. But yeah, like, uh, let us know. Um, you can obviously every at the end of every episode that we record here in this podcast, we we ask you guys to um, give us a shout on our Facebook or um, our Instagram. That's SEAPC a podcast you know uh so so yeah just to reiterate uh you can contact us on on our email seapc.podcast at gmail.com uh our twitter is seapc podcast instagram which we're a little bit more um active on is seapc podcast pretty simple uh and obviously facebook snap crackle and pop culture podcast uh obviously if you haven't yet check out our other episodes uh, that's on your favorite podcasting app, uh, namely Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, all that, all that podcasting goodness. Uh, but yeah, so uh, next week, well, you know, next episode, uh, we should be back to normal. Um, we'll be able to talk about all sorts of things that's been happening in the uh, the pop culture nerd culture world. Uh, thanks for listening again, guys. Uh, here's the episode. Hope you like it. Cheers. Bye. Dracos awakes in the hull of a trireme. The ship, the Legia. Dazed and groggy, he fights for consciousness against a sleep he never intended. Faintly, he remembers boarding a ship from Athens to Narcos to pay homage at the Temple of Demeter, the patron goddess of his mother who had passed away. Beginning to rise, the first thing he notices is the silence of the crew against the rolling clap of thunder, which occurs more often than is comfortable, and the heavy drum of incessant rain on the deck above. What's happened here? Is this... Is this blood? Could it be from above? I don't like the look of this. Grabbing the bronze helm and spear from beside the bench he had slept on, Dracos heads up the stairs to the deck. Entrails and mutilated body parts litter the floor. They're all dead. Who could have done this? Pirates? Mutiny. How could I have been asleep this whole time? Readying his spear and shield, Dracos heads over to the closest body and investigates the wounds closer. Hmm. These are claw marks, and, and these are teeth marks along his neck. This wasn't the work of man. All the wounds are on the front of his body, and died with a smile on his face. Strange. No weapons in his hands. I wonder if the captain's body's nearby. Eyes scanning the deck for the captain's body. Dracos first sees a rowing bench that had come loose in the attack. I could use that if the ship sinks. Should be able to bear my weight. Is... is that? Must be the captain. Making his way over to the captain's body, mutilated almost beyond recognition, he searches the body. 
Dracos takes the small pouch of gold and a map of the surrounding sea and islands. Sorry, Captain. I need this more than you do. Not that a map will help me at the moment. I can't see anything through this damn rain. As Dracos rises, he notices a shrine. The small statue of Poseidon fallen and upturned next to it. Carefully, he replaces the statue to its rightful home and kneels before it, reciting a silent prayer. His plea reaches the ears of Poseidon, and Dracos feels the might of the Earthshaker coursing through his veins. From the aft of the ship, this demon's rasping voice calls. Dracos walks over, kneeling beside the body. He struggles to hear the steerman's gasps against the drumming of the rain and the roar of the waves. Friend, shh, it's okay. It's going to be all right. Tell me, what has happened here? Who killed the crew? Oh. They came, they came from the sea. They came from the sky. We, we couldn't stop them. They tore us to shreds. You need to get off the ship. As the last of his breath leaves his body, Dracos hears the rake of claws on the deck and swings round to meet the sound, readying his weapons. A creature looms from the darkness. It resembles a woman, bare-chested and tall. At first, Dracos fought to question it. How's a lovely lady like you doing in a storm like this? Yet, as it came towards him, the lightning glittering off hardened scales upon its stomach, arms and legs, a mouth filled with teeth, its face twisted into a sinister snarl, sea scum on its body, and its long black hair slick with sea water. Ooh. Too salty for my tastes. Rising to meet his attacker, Dracos slams a spear into his chest with all his force, and the creature slumps down on the brink of death. Sorry, I don't kiss on the first date. As Dracos turns away, the sea hag lifts its face to the sky, and with its dying breath huh? ushers forth a soothing musical note. All of a sudden, scaled and clawed hands grab the side of the ship as three more of the hags climb aboard. The monsters leap forward to swarm Dracos, but their claws and fangs cannot pierce the well-made bronze armor forged by Athenian blacksmiths. Dracos cries to the sky, Demeter, I pray to you for guidance in this battle, so I may live to honor you for many days to come. Leaving his spear in the body of the felled fiend, Dracos draws his sword and dons the shield from his back. Charging forward, filled with inspiration, Dracos swings his blade, just managing to hit the sea creature in front of him. Bleeding heavily, it clings to life, falling to its knees. The second monster holds back and takes up the song. Power flows through the wordless music to its fellow beasts. The third creature, invigorated by the song of its kin, leaps forward to strike with its claws. Nimbly, Dracos dodges, uses the momentum to grapple the sea woman and throw it crashing into the mast where it stays, dazed by the impact. 
Running forward, Dracos grabs his spear and slams it into the fiend, impaling it to the mast. Such was the force of the blow, it slumped dead, pinned to the mast. That was a nice chat. Stick around. Another one of the creatures takes up the call, and three more begin to climb onto the ship. The first woman again lifts his voice, strengthening its allies before they leap to attack with lightning speed. Just in time, Dracos is able to dodge the first attack, yet he moves straight into the lunge of the second creature, its claws sliced through his armor, scouring the flesh beneath. This song is killer, but that hag needs to die. Again, two more creatures brimming with anger and hate rush towards Dracos. Skillfully, he deflects one attack with his shield and kicks the other monster away. The songstress, left alive, calls once more for its allies, and three more of its kind climb on board. More and more of these creatures are climbing up while this one sings. I can't figure out how many. Damn this rain! Dracos moves back and attacks the singer he had left alive, plunging his short sword down his throat. Gag on my short sword, you moist, scaly bitch! The creatures in the middle of the ship advance. One of the water women takes the role of the singer and calls for three more allies as the previous three finish climbing on board. Two creatures strike at Dracos, flailing with their sharp claws. His shield lifts to deflect one as another claw finds a gap in the armor cutting through his flesh. Dracos arches his back as the pain spreads from the wound. Noticing the singer at the back, Dracos charges, ramming the crowd in front of him with his sword and knocking two off their feet. As Dracos passes, he swings his sword at the singing monstrosity and severs its head. Three more of the creatures finish climbing on board. Another one takes up the call and rallies more allies. The enemies swarm the ship. Whenever Dracos kills one, two more take its place. The Ligeia, damaged by the creatures, is slowly sinking. A feeling of hopelessness begins to seep into Dracos's mind. Go on a pilgrimage, they said. It'll honor your mother, they said. A huge flash almost blinds him. Lightning strikes the ship's mast and spreads the enemies on board, leaving only husks. Dracos is thrown overboard by the force of the strike. Weak hands try to grip onto the debris floating nearby as the Legea catches fire. Exhausted and barely clinging to life, sweet slumber covers Dracos in its embrace as he drifts away from the ship. <laughs>